TikTok, YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels are all different. I say TikTok has the best algorithm. Uh, so nobody's touching TikTok in terms of algorithm and in terms of like the viral growth. With that said, I am, you know, always ready for the worst case scenario. I, I do post consistently on YouTube Shorts and on Instagram Reels, and I've sort of been testing it just in case that becomes where people need to go to to push their music. It's one small step for man. Lift off. We have a lift off. We have a Welcome back to the Super You Podcast. It's the podcast designed to unlock and unleash your superpower. I'm Jake with Equal Man Studios. Here is your quote of the week. Pare down to the essence, but don't remove the poetry. Today, Eric sits down with Adam Meguest. Adam is the founder of Rapid Launch Media, a team that promotes songs on TikTok and works to naturally integrate them into the platform's community. Eric and Adam discuss Adam's journey to becoming one of the top content creators in the influencer community, resulting in over 1 million followers and 50 million views across the social media platforms. Adam also weighs in on the US TikTok ban and offers advice for anyone looking to level up their careers in this new digital era. Thank you again for tuning in to the Super You Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode with Eric Qualman and Adam Meguest. Well, thank you for joining us for today's Super You Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Qualman. Most of you know me as Equal Man. We've got Adam, a guest here, is the founder of Rapid Launch Media, a team that promotes songs on TikTok and works to naturally integrate them into the platform's community. Adam began his career as a photographer in Chicago, working with local modeling agencies and influencers before shooting with prominent rappers and eventually becoming the in-house photographer for The Hype House. He has leveraged his extensive network of influencers and music contacts to boost songs, resulting in the first song he worked on, get this, achieving over 100 million streams. That's crazy. That's right. 100 million streams and eventually reaching over 1 billion. That's billion with a B. And Adam has worked with top artists such as Lizzo, Cardi B, and Future. So Adam, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you. Appreciate it. No, and if you don't mind, I always like to do the superhero kind of origin story. So uh, a lot of people probably want to do what you do. Um, so how did you get where you are? In three minutes or less, just kind of compact it down to that origin story of, of how you got where you are today. I actually went to the University of Illinois and I was studying international relations. And my goal is always to be uh, working for either the State Department or the CIA. Uh, ironically, I, I, after I graduated and I'm, you know, getting to my goal, I got really close to, to starting those jobs and I realized they weren't for me. They felt a little bit more like the military than I thought. I thought we'd have more autonomy. Uh, and for me, I've never really been good at being told what to do. I've always been sort of a free thinker. So long story short, I completely stopped going after what I had wanted most of my life. And I was passionate about photography and I said, okay, I'm going to give this a try. So uh, in Chicago, I started just shooting with local models, influencers, 
and just slowly building up a portfolio uh, until eventually, you know, I was getting invited to shoot people like Chance the Rapper, Katie Got Bands, which are like very prominent uh, musicians from Chicago. And from that point on, I started taking small little trips to L.A., uh, just to get my photography out there and work with bigger people in the the influence industry. Uh, I ended up shooting with a guy named Thomas Petro in uh, in early 2019. Uh, and he was working for Team 10 at the time, which was uh, Jake Paul's content house. Later that year, he ended up breaking apart from, from Jake Paul. And he saw that TikTok was you know, going to be one of the next big platforms. And he said, I'm going to start a TikTok content house, sort of what Jake Paul did, but for TikTok. And uh, he invited me to come and shoot with all of the the talent uh, at the house. Uh, and eventually he called that house the Hype House. And it was uh, known as one of the, the first and uh, biggest TikTok house at the time. Uh, launched the careers of people like Addison Ray, Charlie D'Amelio, uh, and eventually from the work that I did, uh, shooting the hype house, I was invited to become the in-house photographer for the sway house, which was started by Bryce Hall, Josh Richards, and a lot of the top guys, uh, on TikTok. And so once that happened, my career just kind of blew up, was, uh, getting invited to shoot with a lot of the top people. These houses for yeah. our listeners, some might not know. So you have All like right. a super nice house and then these yeah. influencers come in and the lighting's well, right? They got different changes yeah. of clothes. And so then they can shoot a bunch of TikToks in a day, right? That they're gonna splice over the next couple of weeks. Is that how it works? Exactly, yeah. You're talking about like, you know, five plus million dollar mansions in Beverly Hills, uh, Bel Air, like, you know, the the nicest places in, in the West Coast. Uh, and yeah, you get the biggest talent to come by. Not only do you have, you know, what you said, just great lighting, you have like a hundred ring lights everywhere. Um, but the idea is that you can also invite a ton of people over. So if you have 10, 10 really big creators, you can invite them over to come over at the same time and cross promotion is the key. Mm -hmm. You know, let's say you got 10 creators and they, they all have, 2 million followers, 3 million followers, then if you multiply that times 10, you really have a reach of 20 to 30 million followers right. because you know the majority of those followers probably don't overlap especially if those creators are from a different part of the country or from a different or from a different country, right? No, I like that. You see that in the music with Dua Lipa and Elton John, just yeah. those cross singers, it gets that reach. How do they set those up? Is it like how do they arrange the 10 to be there? Who's setting up the calendars so that they're all there at the same time? Yeah, so usually it's the management uh, of the houses. Um, you know, once you once you have made a name for yourself um, in the industry, that usually is going to help uh, get these. Um, that's usually going to help get these uh, collabs set up. You know, for example, like if you're verified on social media, you know your requests are going to go higher. Uh, into the the direct messages of a, of a certain creator, right? So they're going to be like, oh, this verified person hit me up. Oh, this person also has 2 million followers. You know, X, Y, Z, I should work with them. Okay, cool. And then who pays for the rental of the house? Or how does that work? 
Okay. So, I mean, that, that whole thing is, is I would say probably what the downfall of most of those houses <laughs> came from. Um, so I would say there's, there's three scenarios, right? One, the management pays for it. And so the management pay, you know, and we're talking about the rents on these places are usually minimum about $20,000 per month. So if management is paying for it, which is the first scenario, then they're betting that the influencers are going to make enough money to offset the costs of that house. Right. But then the issue there is that then the, the, the influencers start to feel like they're owed this house and they feel like they're not making as much money as they should because all their money's going to this house. Right. Yep. Second scenario is that the influencers pay for it themselves. And the issue there is that these brand deals are not super um, consistent. Like they're not coming in. Yeah. They're like, oh, I got paid a ton this week. And then boom, exactly. dried up. Okay. Exactly. These brand deals are not consistent for influencers. So what happens is you get influencers who may over leverage themselves mm. and they'll pay, you know, they'll uh, commit to paying too much per month. And then they have one bad month and then they're bankrupt. Right. <laughs> um, and then there's well, what I would say is a hybrid model I've seen where management paid for half the rent and the influencers had to cover uh, the other half. So those are the three ways that it gets done. But most of the time, you know, uh, that that's eventually what led to the downfall of a lot of the houses is, is who had to pay rent and when. And when, and, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> There's a lot of our listeners out there. You're 28. There's a lot of our listeners that want to be an influencer or be on both sides of the house, which you are no pun intended because we just talked about houses. Yeah. You have your media company that works with influencers, that works with big brands. And then also you're an influencer yourself. So this is a very tough question. But for our listeners out there that want to kind of become like you, what's the best piece of advice that you can give them? And it can be specific to where it's like this way you do. Most people don't do this on TikTok. This way you need to do, or, or what's the best piece of advice? Absolutely. So when I started doing photography, I was shooting with so many people so consistently that I grew quicker than I'd say any other photographer in Chicago. I was basically doing five to 10 photo shoots per week over the course of like two to three years before I really got big, you know, before I got a really big following and, and got my work known to the point where I could go out to LA and people trusted working with me. So you, you definitely got to be consistent Two, I would say do it because you enjoy it. Um, you're always going to work harder at something that you enjoy. And that is, you know, one of the biggest things, if you, if you're just doing something for the, uh, if you're only doing it to, uh, you know, get fame or money, then you're not going to be as motivated as if you enjoy doing what you're doing every single day. Um, and then three, I would say like, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Like everyone, everyone has excuses. There's always going to be an excuse for why you can't do something. Uh, and if you let that way of thinking take over, you'll never do anything because, uh, you know, I actually just, uh, got a, got a quote from David Goggins, uh, who, uh, you know, made a book, uh, can't hurt me and about yeah. all the things that he does. He said, most people only, only achieve, most people only work to their talents. Like they only work up to the point of their natural talent. 
And you see a lot of people drop off and not try anything past what they're naturally gifted at, because that's when it gets hard. That's when it gets to a mental game as opposed to like a physical or natural talent game. And so, you know, there are points where like, I thought I wasn't good enough at photography or that I wouldn't be able to make it out to LA, but I just kept pushing. And eventually I was able to do what a lot of people were not able to do. And it was just because I was willing to push past my natural talent and, and mentally get to where I needed to go. I love it. No, it's so good. And no, when you start off, obviously you go from University of Illinois, go Big Ten, all the way to California, much d- better climate, obviously. But when we look at that, when you first start off from a photography standpoint, did you do it for free? Because a lot of people we talk to, you're like, hey, get get out there, become an intern. Like, you know, that's what P. Diddy did. He was an intern, you know, before he became a famous rapper. It's like, did you start shooting some of these folks for free? I did. I, I shot for free for about a year and a half to two years before I really made any money. Um, and that's, you know, that's another thing people understand is if, if you enjoy what you're doing, then you, you don't mind doing it for free. Uh, with that said, obviously people need to make a living. So, I mean, you, I mean, you're pretty much left with two choices. I mean, the people that have like a good family or a good friend, you know, circle, you know, maybe you have to live with them and, and, you know, sort of use them as a crutch. I mean, and then the second scenario is what I did. I, I've just always been like, I've always just had a side hustle. So, you know, I used to, um, you know, sell services to like help people grow their social media. So, you know, I was, you know, back in Chicago, I wasn't making nearly as much money as I would have made if I'd done it in LA. But, you know, I'd tell people, like, give me a hundred, 200 bucks a month. And I'll help you grow organically on Instagram and on these social media platforms. And I'd have like 20 clients and that like, you know, 2K a month that I was making would help me pay rent and, and pay for my car. And that's what you got to do. You got to have multiple streams of revenue. You got to have a backup plan for your backup plan. And eventually if you grind and just figure out a way to make money to support your, uh, to support your main goal, that's what's going to be the difference between you and a lot of people who just give up or feel like they can't do it without quitting their nine to five. Love it. No, it's so good. It's like, you got to eat ramen. You got to sleep on the couch. You give away stuff for free, get it in the game, just do it, learn and and keep grinding and keep at it. So that's great. There's no such thing as an overnight success. It's always just, it's one long night, right? You got to, you got to push through now. Uh, obviously, we've got TikTok. It's in the news because their CEO is going in front of Congress. Um, there's a lot of talk about banning TikTok. You've got YouTube shorts that are coming up. So it'd be very easy if I'm a senator. We don't know what's going to happen there. So we want to talk about that because no one can predict what's going to happen. But what's your thoughts? Are you starting to dabble with YouTube shorts? And are you guys prepared to switch over to that? Are they basically the same thing? Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? So to answer all your questions sort of in a row, um, TikTok, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels are all different. I say TikTok has the best algorithm. Uh, so nobody's touching TikTok in terms of algorithm and in terms of like the viral growth. With that said, I am, you know, always ready for the worst case scenario. I, I do post consistently on YouTube shorts and on Instagram reels. And I've sort of been testing it just in case that becomes where people need to go to, to push their music. Um, I mean, I personally don't think uh, they should ban TikTok. I think that, you know, Facebook takes the same amount of data 
Uh, I mean, there's been reports that Facebook takes more data than what TikTok is. I obviously do see that there is potential for a nefarious use of that data by China. But with that said, I haven't seen any senators or, or anybody sort of explain exactly what China would do nefariously with that data. It's all that like China has your data, so it's going to be bad. But nobody actually says like this is sort of their game plan and what they're going to do with the data. And for those reasons, I don't think it should be banned until we, we have a clear idea of how they would use our data against us. Um, but, you know, to answer your question, yeah, I think Instagram Reels would could do really well at replacing TikTok um, in terms of pushing music. And I'm, I'm uh, testing it every day. Nice. I love it. And then you said consistency is key. I mean, a lot of the folks listening are like, yeah, I know I should be getting on TikTok, YouTube uh, shorts and, and Instagram reels, but I just don't have the time. So what do you say to the folks like that? Is it, should they outsource it or I mean, what, what should they, or just make the time? What's. I mean, I think, I think there's two scenarios. I think one, I mean, one scenario is just suck it up. Like if, if, if you care about it, if you want to do it, I mean, you got to make the time. I mean, maybe you, maybe you sleep a little less, maybe you go out less, whatever, but I mean, there's always time. Everyone has yeah. the time to do it if they really care. And then the second thing is uh, you can outsource some of the work, you know, for example, you can hire a video editor um, in the Philippines or in another you know, foreign country that'll be, you know, a little bit cheaper if, if you can't afford, you know, hiring someone here in the U.S. Um, so, yeah, th I mean, there's going to be a million excuses. The people that don't make these excuses are the ones that are usually uh, successful or get successful quicker. Nice. And then for Rapid Launch Media and yourself, so our listeners out there, how can they work with you? Like, in, in short, how can they work work with you to get what they want done. Like brand wants to get their brand out there to sell more. Yeah. An individual wants to get out there. A young artist is out there. A singer wants to get out there. How can they work with you? Yeah. I mean, one of the things I pride myself in is I am one of the most accessible people you'll meet. Like, you know, whether you want to go to rapidlaunchmedia.com to me an email, I check that every day, or you can literally DM me on Instagram, uh, at it's Adam ITS and then Adam with two M's and rapid launch at rapid launch media on instagram dm there uh, i check everything so if you want to work with me you know just let me know uh, i can tell you what needs to be done and how the process works but yeah i mean it, it, at, at the end of the day you know if if you want to blow up your music you got to take you got to take the lead and you got to really uh you know come up with a game plan and get it done i love it i love it and that's it's adam with two m's across the board so it's adam with two m's so definitely check that out uh we've got 60 seconds here we definitely want to have you back on because we've only scratched the surface because i'd love to go into how much do influencers get paid who's the right influencer choice how do you reach these influencers yeah. um so i definitely want to have an episode where we just dig specifically on influence because uh, there's a center of influence yeah. here at the University of Texas now headed up by Amanda Russell. So it's pretty cool what's happening with the influencer world. But parting shots. So we got 60 seconds. Uh, what did we not cover? You think, man, this is what your listener needs to know. Uh, I think the biggest thing is that I, I would say that people are not utilizing what I would call sort of like a gold rush period. I mean, the real gold rush was probably like 2019, 2020. But I mean, we're still in the gold rush. So YouTube Shorts is what TikTok was three years ago. You know, I'm seeing insane growth, um, insane views for, you know, content that's, you know, just okay. 
So my biggest thing I would leave people with is just start posting on YouTube shorts every day. Just start posting on Instagram reels every day. Start posting on TikTok every day. Um, having a following is always going to help whatever business you're doing and is always going to help your personal brand. So, you know, utilize that. Don't, don't miss out on, you know, when three years from now, when YouTube shorts, nobody can grow on there because everyone did it today. Don't kick yourself. Just go do it. There, go do it, baby. Just do it. YouTube shorts. That's it. Uh, that's Adam, I guess we're going to have him back on to get more in detail, but Adam can't thank you enough. Thanks for sticking through some of the audio and uh, reach out yeah. anytime as well, but definitely check them out. It's Adam with two M's. So thanks again for listening to today's Super You podcast. Again, it's the podcast designed to unlock and unleash your inner superpower. And if you want to pay it forward, make sure you go post a review for the Super You podcast because what that will do, it'll allow others that aren't familiar with our podcast to discover it. And hopefully that allows them to unlock and unleash their inner superpower. So that's it for today's show. I'm your host, Equal Man, reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Super, 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 super you. 